Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this new episode of Inspiring Our World. I am absolutely thrilled today to be with a fabulous friend of mine, Carla Walter. Carla is a platinum in Niken. We have known each other for many years. She's been with Niken, I think, for about 18 years or so. Is that right, Carla? That's correct, yes. And we are going to talk about holistic health because that's both of our backgrounds. We're going to talk about women's health. This is going to be super, super exciting for you. So hi, Carla in Chicago. Hi, Julie. Nice to be with you today. This is a really lovely topic that you've asked me to talk about with you. Um, women's health, health in general, and it's on the minds of everybody. And I think that that's, you know, it's about sharing information and how we can just help people perhaps have a look at things a little differently and help them understand what health is for them because everything is, is about being an individual. That's right. And you've spent your life really teaching, learning first, of course, and then teaching about holistic health. I know you have a, a huge background within, you know, traditional Chinese medicine, macrobiotics, homeopathy. I know also Feng Shui is, is, has been a big part of your life. So, I mean, you've, you've really devoted your life to assisting the world, understanding what health is and, and, and helping us all to get it better. Yes, I mean, that, that started back in Australia, um, sort of oh, a long, I, I, I always like to say to people, I've been doing this for about 25 years, and actually those 25 years sort of turned into 30, and then they sort of turned into 35, and just a little more. Um, <laughs> but I, I, had, I met a, a lovely person in Sydney, and who sparked something in me about looking at health and what is health and I was so intrigued by it that I actually did that was the first thing I studied was homeopathics yes and then from homeopathics I was going to sort of go out there and and tell everybody about it and then people started to ask me about food and diet so then I started uh, investigating that and then I moved into macrobiotics and from there you know the the wheels just kept on turning, really. I think once you start to really search and, and, and want to understand what health is, first for yourself and then how that can help other people, you just keep looking at what's next. And I sort of went down, I went to Shiatsu, I did that as well. And then I did, um, uh, you know, traditional, more of the traditional Chinese medicine and feng shui. And it's such a beautiful picture. Because what I discovered was there isn't one thing about your health that's going to work. It's so multifaceted. You know, our, our health is about how we sleep, how we, the food that we eat, the water that we drink, the conversations that we have with people, the language that we use. Um, there's just the exercise we get and it's not one size fits all and I think that's why I love holistic medicine and then when I came up here to the US uh, I was introduced to, to Niken which <laughs> you know talk about you know looks at a much bigger picture and that again was that search about health and and what else could I bring in that would really continue to help balance my own health first and then what could I do for others? 
And again, it's that layering. And that's what I've always loved about holistic health is that it's this layering. And as I've just said, you know, multifaceted. It's not one size fits all. I've often said I, to people, yeah. if, if you got rid of the pain in your knee, does that make you healthy? Yeah. You know, to someone who has pain in their knee, it might at the time, but maybe they're not sleeping well. So the pain's gone away and, and then they're still not sleeping. So then they look at another area of their health that they can investigate. And that's why I love the process so much. So it's sort of a appealing, appealing of an onion sort of idea, uh, many facets to it. And, and I would agree with you. I think health is, is certainly not the absence of dis-ease. That, that, that is a very low, low bar about health. Health is on many levels, about thriving on many, many levels. So I love that you bring that in and this uniqueness to each individual. We're all a little different. And so we, we need to look at things and, and play. I think we have to play with with our nutrition and what is working for us and what isn't and 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 other aspects of life as well. Um, I was just talking to somebody this morning and I was saying, you know, for me, when I look for a home to live in, I need quiet and light because I'm very sensitive. And so I need the quiet element, but I need the light because light feeds me so much. And the light is always streaming into my home. That is just how it is because I insist upon it. You know, that must be so. Um, that's just a little quirk that I have. No, and I and I love that. My, my quirk is trees because I was born in this in a very small country town literally in in the forest and so my thing that I connect with is just having you know the beautiful freshness of trees and again that's a go-to place I mean I think everybody you know these are the things that I think it's nice to help people understand is write yourself a list of your go-to things that help your health and then write yourself a list of what you think you'd like your health to look like and and it might have 20 things on it i always say to people make sure it's got at least 20 and maybe 30. and then revisit that list a few days later move them around and slowly get down to your top five things that you'd like to address in your own health and what might happen to people is when they address those top five things they might find that there are other things on their list that all of a sudden just dissipate. So, you know, let, let's just mention some of the beautiful things with Niken. I mean, one of the most extraordinary things is the sleep system and, and the way that people can sleep. I yes. mean, for me personally, that was the, the biggest change in my life. Love it. And so that was something that was really quite extraordinary and it still continued to this day. Yes. It wasn't a one-off. Yeah what impact did that then have on other aspects of my health i was sleeping through the night i saw the changes in my husband and his health and it was just one thing yes but it was an amazing rippling effect that just coincided with oh the back pain was now at a one sometimes where it had been an eight you know and there's all these little things that they're, they're little, they're magnified at the time, but when one looks back on them and you can say, gosh, you know, that 
that was such a, a part of my life that was so uncomfortable. And yet now it's really hard to try to bring back that feeling and that sensation. Thank goodness, it's it's one of the most marvelous things when we're out of sorts or out of balance, that when we get back in balance, it's brilliant that we that we sort of forget what it was like to be out of balance. Exactly. I love that, I absolutely love that. And, and, and it's interesting, I, I do wanna ask you because this kind of keeps coming up in my mind, is did some people get into holistic health because they had a real health issue and a lot of people don't. I didn't, but my mother did and my sister did. And that kind of propelled me to look at other ways to take care of my health, especially mental health. What about for you? Did you have a, a physical issue or some issue that pushed you into this arena or did you just, what was it? I think, no, there, there wasn't anything particular that was going on. It just made so much sense because I'd been brought up like that. Yes. We had, we cooked every day. You know, it, it was the, a process of, of cooking food that was only in season. I grew yes. up in an environment that there were no large supermarkets. There were the farmers that were around. It was like farm stands. And so you bought what people were growing at the time. And that's what made sense to me. So when I saw, you know, more of holistic medicine that they were actually looking at seasons and they look, were looking at food that was very uh, locally grown, it was for me just, well, isn't that what everybody's doing? <laughs> and then I realized, no, sometimes <laughs> people are not doing that. So that's also part of my passion is to help people look at that, is to help them look at what where they get their food from and what the food is doing for them. I think helping people understand the, the ultimate for me goal in health is, I always, and I always do this, healthy round cells. That's what we're aiming for. When we have healthy round cells and everything within the cell is working and functioning at its optimum level, then we get on with our life then we're finding our purpose. Then our brain is being sharp. Our circulatory system is whizzing around. Our heart feels good. We feel joyous. We've got enough ex uh, energy to go and exercise. And it's all about those round healthy cells. So that's about feeding the body too, on a seasonal basis for me, that helps promote that. So and yeah, some people just might not have that experience that we have from macrobiotics about eating in season and organic and all like that. Can you just give us some examples? Uh, like, you know, now we're beginning to move into springtime. Like, what does that look like? What what, what does this mean to eat with the, within the seasons? Okay, so let's take, we're coming out of the winter here in the Northern Hemisphere. So we've been eating food that is heavily, um, it takes a long time to cook food. Things like stews, casseroles, and that's whether you're using meat, fish, or chicken, or whether you're using vegetarian style. It's the same. And so we're having things that are much heavier, more root vegetables, and that's made nourishing us to stay warm, fight off anything that's around that, you know, we, we just want to stay warm in our body and just, you know, feel nourished. Yes. Now, we're going to move into the spring where things are much lighter. So we're going looking at food that's a little bit lighter. So we're now perhaps looking at um, 
lightly sauteing food or a few stir fries or just food that's a little bit lighter, lots of green vegetables. You know, these are the sorts of things that sort of lift the energy, keep us a little bit lighter, give us a little bit more energy. And then as we move into the summer, that's when we're going to have our salads because that's what's around at the time. You know, Mother Nature is actually helping us all the time you know, to, to eat what's around. So lettuces don't grow um, in the middle of winter. They only grow in the heat of the summer. And there's a reason for that is because it wants to feel lighter. We just want to feel as though we've got this more, uh, different kind of energy. Yes. It's where, you know, we've got the 4th of July. We want to go and be with friends. We're out and about and we're socializing. So all these things, we can also do that with the seasons. And then after the summer, my favorite season is what I call the late harvest. It's yes. a very short season. And it's where we see everything that's in, in the bounty of mother nature that's orange. So we've yes. got all the beautiful pumpkins come out and we've got butternut squash and we've got the carrots at the end of that season are so sweet and delicious. Yes. And if we look about what's also coming up, we've got Halloween, we've got Thanksgiving. And so that's the time that we're using those sorts of vegetables because that's also nourishing another part of us. And then the cycle starts again in the wintertime. So it's a beautiful ebb and flow. And I think I do want to just say something now because of that ebb and flow. I mean, I love that with the magnetic technology that was that ebbs and flows throughout everything as well. And so it's just about stepping onto that beautiful flowing system that we can and that nourishes us all the time. That's so beautiful, Carla, because it's really this integration with nature, this creating harmony with nature. And, and you know, you and I have such a background in learning about that, you know, with diet. And I've, I've, I've really always taken that to heart. Like now, you know, <clears throat> in the beginning of the spring, I start thinking of the green, more greens. And of course I take J Greenzymes all the time. I'll, be, I'll admit every single day for Absolutely. 28 years now. Absolutely, yeah. and people Brilliant. should be taking more greens. What yes. I might say is just check in with yourself at the beginning of spring. Do you need a little more just for a short period of time? because it is the green season. It is the season where things are changing. Yes, and that idea of sprouts, the little sprouts. Uh, my orchids right now are just all beginning to re-blossom and I, I get so excited when that happens. And I'm not even that great with plants, but these, they just want to do their thing. They want to blossom. So it's that upward energy of, of the springtime that comes. And I know that your website actually is, is five seasons, right? It's five seasons living is what it's called, yeah? So so now most people think in terms of four seasons. So what the heck is the fifth season? Yeah, and that's what I said, that's that short one that when we transition from um, the summer to the autumn, to the fall, you know, it's just a little short piece in there. And that's just to help, just let us be aware that the cooler weather is coming. And what are some of the things that we might want to consider that we can eat as we move into that cooler weather? And if you look at a pumpkin, and I love I love being here because you know, people are going to carve their pumpkins. And I drive past houses going, really like you to eat that. 
Yes. Don't forget to buy buy your pumpkins to eat as well because Mother Nature's telling us, oh, don't forget those orange beautiful pumpkins. Yes. And and that's that transitional time that we're looking at things that are just a little bit heavier food. Yes. And we can take it just step by step before we get into the really cold weather and we can introduce these these foods. One of the things I love is a is those acorn squash and if you cut the top out of that, take the seeds out packet full of vegetables and rice and lots of yummy flavor and herbs and put it in the oven mm. you've got this amazing meal for either four people or yourself for four days <laughs> yes yes i love that dish too hokkaido pumpkin it's one of my favorites so yes. sweet so so that is the fifth season excuse me <clears throat> that is the fifth season uh is that is that bridge between summer and autumn is what you're saying okay jolly good now now let's talk about women's health and because i know you know so much about women's health let's go there carla okay. help us all out yes well i think with women's health again it's about how can we find the time to check in with ourselves and i think that's the first sometimes that's the first step for women our health is in so many different stages throughout our life. You know, from when we're born, when we when we become little girls, when we go into puberty, when we become teenagers, when we become young women, you know, there is just so many different stages through our health and and we need to be checking in with which parts of it we need to be addressing at certain times for each individual. I think women's mental health at the moment is so important. It's just key. And when I say check in with ourselves, let's just use the word stress. I think on a, on mental health issues, perhaps we could take the word stress away. And if we get in touch with what we think, what is going on, because stress is a big umbrella. Yes. And so I can say I'm stressed and somebody else says they're stressed and we go, yeah, I know what you mean. No, we don't. Because our stresses are different. Yes. And maybe one of the things that we can initially do with our mental health is say, okay, if I take the word stress away, what am I? I'm frustrated. I'm upset, I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm angry. And then when we name it, now we can actually start to do something about it. Very good, love this. Distinctions, stress. making distinctions. Making distinctions. When we're stressed, we're not going to attach to what's going on because sometimes we don't want to. It's scary mm. or I might have to have a conversation with someone or I might actually be wrong. <laughs> so I need to address what happened. Do I need to change? You know, yes. and it's not right, wrong, good or bad. It's where do we want our health to be? Yes. So I, I think for mental health, that's where I would like some things in women to start. Let's just take that word away and put in what it is that's going on so you can address it sooner rather than later. And as I said earlier, then get on with being on purpose in your life and being much happier. So what are the tools that you use if, if 
if we make that d discernment for being discerning we're saying actually it's not just stress it's too big an umbrella i can't grapple with that but you know i'm sad i'm sad about something then what how how do you bring us the tools what what do you do with that the, the the exploration then is why has the sadness arrived is it the loss of someone is it grief that you a person needs to deal with is it um the loss of a job then then is it their self-worth or their self-esteem that needs to be addressed yes is is it the sadness of um you know something in particular that, that, that they were working on didn't come to fruition the way they did have they got time to start it again no then then how do they address what it is can you just see already on the topic of sadness how many different areas that can address yes and just working with people to just to say to them okay it's it again i want to keep going back to it's not right wrong good or bad it's the situation yes being able to work with the situation of what's going on for you at that point is it grief well grief then takes many levels mm some people you know it, then that became become about blame i should have done this better i should have done something you know for that person you know i didn't tell them this it's dealing with those emotions well then you've got guilt you've got shame <clears throat> and i think in the last couple of years we've really had so much isolation and so yes. much loneliness that i think a lot of people have experienced sadness if we use that one word uh you know a lot and they they're realizing they need human connection and they're not getting enough of it because they're isolated in their homes or whatever i mean zoom is super we're here on zoom right now but but it's not a substitute of seeing you and hugging you and you know feeling your energy close by and looking into your eyes and seeing that sparkle and you know it's different it's been hard it's been very hard it's it's now helping people understand what is the transition out of this yes part of that transition out of this is what is the connection people do want yes and sometimes the connection really is about being in a, in a group of other people and maybe it's i want to go to an art class i can't draw i mean i couldn't draw a stick person but I might go to an art class. Where will that take me? It's about breaking your own barrier, stepping over that saying, I'm going to look at something different yes. that maybe I haven't looked at before. Um, it might be a sewing class. It might be a sing, it might be a choir. Now there are lots of things slowly starting to unfold and it's about where can you get that connection? Because as human beings, we require it we, we require that connection we do we yes. do and it's and you're being discerning again i love it that you're saying you know what is it for you is it the art class is it music i mean i've just started playing piano again and just got my clarinet refurbished because i'm like why am i not playing music it always has made me happy you know but i realized it just had sort of stopped playing because something was sad and, and i wasn't feeling feeling that inspiration and and i think people need to give themselves a reprieve yeah we have been through a time in history that no one has experienced so there really wasn't anywhere for people to sort of hang on to 
But I think people need to also pat themselves on the back and say, you know, I did the best I could and that's great. And here I am now at a crossroad. Where will this crossroad take me next? And yes. what can I step into? Yes. Let's regather that positive energy. Let's regather ourselves collectively and say, what's my next piece? And it could be something completely different. Yes, yes. And that's a great thing. And that's what spring's going to bring us. A newness. Yeah, totally. Here we are stepping out. We're going to step into the newness. And I think women can really be empowered to do that. I we do too. It's a trans transformation time. Okay. And it's sort of like we were all put in a cocoon. Uh, like it or not, and now we're sort of trying to sort of come out and be struggle to become that next level butterfly that we that we can be, and 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 it is. It's like looking at what what will I do different now because that was just such a learning time. The learning about that we we are in need, we are tribal. We're not nomads. Most of us, very few people are really really nomads or hermits or you know maybe not nomadic is not the best word, but hermit. We're yeah we like to engage we like even if we're more introvert we like to connect with others at times it's very important and nurturing to us that's food for us that's mana for us absolutely and some people can do it themselves they can step into the newness themselves and there are lots of people who can't so find a friend take their hand and say let's step into something that we've never done before and see what happens. Just see what happens. I, I mentioned to you earlier, you know, I've started a bar class. Well, that is something I would never have done. I was looking at what was going on because I needed to get out and get some exercise. And I thought, oh, well, I'll turn up. I introduced myself and I've been going since December and I absolutely love it. And now I'm starting to make some connections with other women in the class. And that was my stepping up. That was my connection. Love it. And I think it's that it's that one step after the other. It's yeah. a bit like our diet. It's a bit like our our mental health. It's one step after the other of what's the next thing I can look at that's going to help me. And if I'm helping myself and I'm feeling better, I will emanate and help others. I love and then, it. And that, and that brings forward the ability then to network because, you know, of oh. course, in Nikan, it, it's networking is a, is a key factor. And to go to new places, try new things, make new friends is a natural place for networking on all levels that we can get new things ourselves and we can offer new things ourselves. I mean, I have to say that throughout this whole last couple of years, I, I have been so grateful for my sleep system, for my Pimag water, for my Pydrogen unit, for the air. Thank goodness I have so many in my house. I was so grateful. And also because it makes me happy. I know that the air makes me happy. I know drinking this great water makes me happy. And so it helped me to mitigate so much of that, uh, you know, isolation which, which has been hard but the lovely part about that too julie and i think you know you and i certainly have talked about this i don't have to think about it right i have it in my home yes 
you know, I know, I know when I go to get water, I'm nourishing my body, making them healthy round cells. You know, I just know I'm doing that. And it's another thing that I can take off my list for my health because it's already there that I've put it in place. Yes. I'm going to go to sleep anyway, so I'm, I know I sleep on a sleep system. It's perfect. Yes, yes. But I have other things that I have to deal with. This supports me while I, I deal with all the other things that go on in my life. And I love the fact that, you know, the air filter. Again, it's something that I never had to think about. Once you put it in your house, it just goes. Absolutely. I'm having a total flashback, I have to say, to all the times when I'd come to Chicago. And do you remember we would do all those rollouts and we'd be all over your gorgeous house, which you have this beautiful house, you and Terry, your lovely English husband. And, you know, we would do those rollouts and we were always marveling ourselves about how brilliant the sleep system was. Like, I'm just and, having such a flashback right now. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it's on my spare bed. You know, when guests stay, it, it's there all the time now that we can have guests again, which is going to be beautiful. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's that sort of thing that you don't have to think about. I want as little in my life that I have to think about and the health front because I'm active in other areas. Yes. You know, there are things that I like to do. I love to work and that's great. And I love all the things that I do with that. But I, I love, I'm doing calligraphy. So I want to know that I can be focused. I, I know that I'm in a healthy environment and, and it's something that I love to do. Yes. So there are these things that we can bring into our life that just, you know, help so support and help nourish us. It makes me think of health as a springboard, really, like a springboard. And then we spring into, you know, calligraphy and music and we're 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 energy energized. We're radiant. I think the Nick and global community is amazing because people are so radiant. And of course, the whole just we don't seem to age the way other people do. Let's be honest, like it's really different, right? Really Absolutely. different. Yeah, I mean, you know, going to a bar class with the strenuous things that I get pushed to in that, when I first went there, I thought, hmm, I'm going to last 15 minutes. It's an hour class and now I, I thrive in it and I love it. And I'm just keeping up with the teacher and she's a lot younger than I am. And I'm like, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not missing a beat here. And I know it's because I'm supported. I love I this. Let's talk a little about this with women, you know, as we get older, we go through many changes, hormonal changes and so forth, you know, and that can shift our, our mental focus or, you know, just a lot of things physically, our, our you know, metabolism can slow up and, and how, how do you help women with these transitions and, and moving into later years? Certainly diet plays a big role um, in, in how the body is actually digesting its food, how it's really taking that into the body, and then from that, what it, how, it, how it keeps our muscles strong, how we look at our flexibility by um, certain exercises, by understanding that Aging is actually something that we should be embracing because I have things that, you know, I can share with people 
and helping women understand that aging is such a beautiful gift because we're a lot wiser. We've done the hard yards, so to speak, and we can come into this place where, where we can really then transform and change other people's lives by the way we change, by the way we accept who we are. And I think it, you know, helping women know that, that they are beacons, that they can shine and that they, I've always said, as we age, it's for us to help those that are a little bit younger navigate the path a little faster. Because we've navigated the path to this point, or I have. And how can I help someone navigate the path a little bit faster to get to their purpose? To get to their the, the place where they're the happiest, where they can see their, their life really starting to unfold. And I think helping women understand that, that, that it's never too late and that we keep striving and that we keep working towards this search of who we are and what we're giving back. I think we all need to look at how we've been of service and how we can continue to be of service and where that needs to change. And that gives us a little bit of a different shift on things. Our hormones are going to change. And, you know, it took us from birth to about 15 years of age as women to make our first major change in our hormones. And we have to undo that. And undoing that takes time. And the changes that we go through as we're undoing some of those hormonal changes might require more sleep, might require us to talk to friends about our, how we're feeling. We might feel sad, we might feel elated, we might feel lonely. And it's helping people understand that they are normal changes for them. Just because someone else says, oh, you know, I, I never get upset, I, I never cry, my hormones don't do that to me. Okay, that's fine. For somebody else, they might find that they're very emotional. And that's what we need to be. Um, we just need to help people understand that's really okay. That's your body making change. It's not that it's wrong. And I sometimes wonder whether we think that because, you know, we, we don't feel the same as somebody else, then something's wrong with me. Yes, we might want to address it if it's if it's really inhibiting you um, from from you know being your best self, and therefore you might make some dietary changes. You might need to sleep more. You might need to drink a lot more water. Don't forget, you know, dehydration is one of the classic issues that happens. I don't know why in women, but but you know we all a lot of women really pull back on their water intake. And, and I think we've got to keep helping women understand that it, the that hydration is key. Something so simple can have a profound effect. So there's, again, there's many levels about how we can help nurture women through these changes that they're going through. Yeah, I really love this. What I hear in the depth of what you're saying and, and underneath what you're saying is, 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 is really having compassion for yourself and and your own process and also compassion of course for others and and understanding we're all a little bit different 
in in our processes and what we need. I always think that um, sometimes I think the aging process is kind of demonized and it's like it's just a bad thing. But but oh. e- even if the body is is lessening in some capacities, the 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 heart, the spirit can grow and grow and grow infinitely till till the day we pass over. And and so it shouldn't just be a diminishing uh, experience at all. I feel like it should, you know, it's it's just shift, it's change, it's transformation. And I love what you're saying about that. And I want to ask you, you know, because I know our time is whizzing by here. Uh, I want to ask you in connection with that. We talked the other day. We had this, and we always do have fabulous conversations when we chat. I always love them. You were talking with me about. The idea you have, not an idea, but what you've seen bear out about when we come from different backgrounds, when we come from different backgrounds genetically, when we're brought up in a different climate, how that varies. Can you say something about that for us here? Absolutely. I mean, that's certainly one of my one of my passions, too, is to help people understand the differences of how they're made. And it's about how we're made. You know, you can have. Um, you know, two people from, let's say, Sweden, and they have a child. And that child is fed and grown up in Sweden with the local produce, the local food, and that's fine. And then if you have someone, let's say, that's born in the Philippines, and they come to live in Chicago, and they've been born in, in the Philippines, and then Two, two of the, a couple come to Chicago and have a child here. That child is actually born with the, with the systems to eat food from the Philippines. And I think it's another way that people can actually start to look at their health is how are they made? And are they eating the food that is actually helping them digest things properly? How are they helping them make those healthy cells? Because we tend to believe that when you're born somewhere, that's what you should be eating. We don't necessarily take, we, we're not taking into account how we're made. And it's it's our cultural side of things. Because we're also, you know, we've all moved around. There are so many different cultures in different countries. And the beautiful thing is, you know, that there are different cultures who marry. And that's just such a joy for people. But then it's also taking a look at how how the, the food is going to be the best for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, um, again, you know, let's take a look at if you had someone from the from the, the Zulu tribe or the Maasai tribe from, from Africa come and live in Chicago, what would we feed them? We couldn't feed them deep dish, deep dish pizza here because, you know, they, they don't eat that dairy they don't eat that type of food so that's another thing for people just to be able to think through what is the best food for them yes how are they made what is it that they need to that they could revert back to if they haven't already gone down that path that also may change their health and that's what i'm saying it's all these different levels of health 
I love it. I love it because then you're putting together sort of parts of a puzzle, it feels like. So, I mean, we had a laugh, right? Because I mean, England isn't known for its great cuisine, let's be honest. But I do love peas. And we were laughing about I love peas. But the peas here don't taste like the peas in England. Not mushy peas. I'm not talking about mushy peas. Don't like those. Don't like tinned peas. Like fresh peas, you know. And, And we were just having a giggle about it because it's one of the things I grew up with that I've yeah. always loved and they grow there just so fabulously and they're oh, delicious. And they're incredibly sweet. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about them. And you're quite right. And it's it's those connections that we make to our roots, but it's also the connection that we make to, to what we know is best for us. Yes. You know, when we start to eat the food that is really nourishing and the food that we need to be eating, then it really, it just gives us that extra level of our health. Yes. It really helps us forge ahead and get on with our lives, which, of course, is is the great passion. I, I love it. I love it. You know, I'm thinking, I think I actually told you, so I decided recently, I thought I'd just go and have fish and chips because it was like an English thing we grew up with. And I ate, ate the fish and chip and it was actually very well, well done. But I felt awful. My body didn't know what to do with it. It was like, what have you just done? Because I don't eat fried foods like that. I just don't. And yeah. my body was in shock for like 12 hours. It was like, huh, what did you do? We don't, we don't like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, lesson learned, you know, have the fresh fish, maybe a few chips because, you know, French, you know, really good English chips. I mean, hey, once in yeah. a blue moon, you got to have them. But yeah. it was a good learning, you know, like, oh, yeah, I did grow up with this, but I haven't eaten this way for so many years and my body isn't up for it now. It doesn't like it. Yeah. And I think when you're eating, you know, a lot more fresh produce, the body, you know, really works um, a lot easier and it can just, you know, process it a lot better. Yeah. Yes. I think yes. And I just, you know, health is by choice, you know, it will it really is you know we can choose to be healthy yes. on many many levels it's not by chance no i think it's not something that people say oh you know you you're born with better genes than i am mm, maybe not i think it's how we take care of ourselves and and really what we want our health to look like I love that. I think it is so, so true that it is by choice and it's little choices every single day. And it's kind of a, a, you know, sometimes you err one way and then you go, oh, a little bit self-correction needs to happen, a little shift over here or the seasons are changing. I'm going to shift now Uh, and not eating salad in the winter. Every American seems to love to eat salad in the winter. I can't understand it. It's like, no, it makes you cold. Let's, Let's go with the warming foods and then have the, you know, salad in the summer, like you said. And, and then I think with Nikan, we have this constant, and we, I mean, we have our nutritionals, which I will be honest, I mean, I take lactoferrin every day, immunity the moment I feel like I need it, don't always take it every day, clarity, I do two a day, I do the J Greenzymes, the multivitamins, you name it, and I'm doing it. And I stay really vibrant and healthy. It's very rare for me to feel sick in any way. Well, I mean, in, in this house, you know, my husband's had three colds in 18 years. Yep. Because of immunity. That's right. One of the things that we do is that we take extra immunity during the change of the seasons. Yes. That's a really good idea. It's just to help the body transition. It just gives it a little, it just supports it a little bit more as we're transitioning from one to the other. I mean, 
as you can imagine, this house is very seasonal and we really do ebb and flow. And then as that transition comes from one season to the next, then we just up the immunity just to support the body as it's making these changes. So a great, great idea, Carl. I love it. But so simple that I don't have to think about it. I don't really want to think about my health on many levels. I yes. want to get with my mind. I agree. I think health is that, you know, it's that springboard so that we can just do all the wonderful things we want to do, travel the world, not be worried about getting, you know, yeah. I mean, I think in 20 some 40 years, probably I've had a couple of flus, a few colds, and that's about it ever. You know, my kids never expect me to be not feeling well. They're shocked if I don't feel well. They're like, what? And then it's usually because I've overdone it in the gym and I've hurt my back or something. I'm like, ah, I need my mag flex and my belt and, you know, soup it up a little bit and take some joint and use the CM cream because I love that stuff. So this is just fantastic. I, I so appreciate your wisdom. Carla, you, I know, have helped thousands of people during your lifetime. Thank you for your service. Uh, to the world. It makes me actually feel very emotional to say it um, because I know it's so true. You've really dedicated your life to learning, studying and teaching what you've learned. It's a beautiful thing. Please give my love to your husband. I haven't seen him in a long time, to Terry. And thank you again. Are there any last words that you'd like to leave our audience with? I just think that if people take a look um, at the many levels of health, and you know they can make great changes with only implementing a few things um, I, I love as you know all the beautiful things that Niken has we have in this house and have done for so many years and that's about support it's that supports us also helping get on with what we need to get on with in our lives yeah Lovely. Well, you look beautiful. You look radiant. You look exactly the same as you did 20 years ago when I met you. <laughs> when I met you. So thank you. Thank you, Carla. And um, thank you to everyone for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this time together that we spent and from Carla's wisdom. And um, don't forget to follow the podcast. You can follow it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Of course, we have it on YouTube as well on the Nikon International site. And um, don't forget to share, listen, learn, but share, share. Everything we do in Negan is about sharing. So make sure you share this podcast with others who can benefit and have a wonderful week. And we'll reconvene next week. Bye for now, everyone. Many blessings. Mm -hmm.